0: Hey, I'm Christopher Schiefling. Thank you so much for joining me for Auscultation, a podcast in search of a humanities-based practice of health care. Today, we're listening to the poem To a Lady on Her Coming to North America with Her Son for the Recovery of Her Health by Phyllis Wheatley, who, despite being enslaved, published one of the first books by a woman in colonial North America. She was only 19 years old at the time. Wheatley was seized from West Africa at a young age and sold to a prominent family in Boston, where she quickly learned to read, write, and translate classic Latin and Greek texts. She gained national fame from a poem eulogizing Reverend George Whitfield that she published when she was just 16 years old. To a Lady on Her Coming to North America with Her Son for the Recovery of Her Health by Phyllis Wheatley Indulgent muse, my groveling mind inspire and fill my bosom with celestial fire See from Jamaica's fervid shore she moves like the fair mother of the blooming loves, when from above the goddess with her hand fans the soft breeze and lights upon the land. Thus she, on Neptune's watery realm, reclined appeared, and thus invites the lingering wind. Arise, ye winds, America explore, waft me. Ye gales from this malignant shore, The northern milder climes I long to greet, Their hope that health will my arrival meet. Soon as she spoke, in my ideal view, The winds assented and the vessel flew. Madam, your spouse, bereft of wife and son, In the grove's dark recesses, pours his moan. Each branch, wide-spreading to the ambient sky, forgets its verdure and submits to die. From thence I turn and leave the sultry plain and swift pursue thy passage o'er the main. The ship arrives before the favoring wind and makes the Philadelphian port assigned. Thence I attend you to Bostonia's arms, where generous friendship every bosom warms, thrice welcome here, may health revive again, bloom on thy cheek and bound in every vein, then back, return to gladden every heart and give your spouse his soul's far dearer part, received again with what a sweet surprise. A tear in transport starting from his eyes, while his attendant son, with blooming grace, springs to his father's ever-dear embrace. With shouts of joy, Jamaica's rocks resound. With shouts of joy, the country rings around. Some thoughts on illness. Wheatley comes at the lady's illness sideways. Her disease is only indirectly attached to her. The poem only mentions her health, never her ailments. With phrases like the recovery of her health, hope that health will my arrival meet, and may health revive. Of course, it is clear that she is sick from the implied absence of health in these statements. However, this is almost a way to negate her illness by exclusively framing it in terms of health. We do, however, see the serious threat of her disease, but this comes through descriptions of Jamaica and her husband. The lady flees the fervored and malignant shore, and then there is the ominous image of her husband's tears seemingly poisoning the forest we also feel the gravity of her condition by how her husband is surprised at her return. Apparently, he wasn't sure she would make it. This reminds me of how there are some couples where the person who is ill manages to portray an incredible impression of wellness with ever-ready gratitude and never a complaint. And the only way to truly look into their suffering is through their partner's distress. Some thoughts on get well cards. At its heart, this poem is a sort of get well card. Wheatley's lines, may health revive again, bloom on thy cheek and bound in every vein, is the poetic equivalent of the now trite, get well soon. And this makes me think more about the role of get well cards in general. It is easy to write them off as a hallmark marketing ploy. But as this poem suggests, I think these letters are reaching towards something deeper. By describing the lady's journey, Wheatley offers a form of companionship on her travels. She sympathizes with the difficulties of leaving family, sailing on rough winds, and arriving in a foreign place. The poem acknowledges how isolating illness can be and how important connection is for recovery. While the beginning of the poem has the lady placing her hope for recovery in the northern milder climes, towards the end of the poem, Wheatley links recovery to generous friendship and the embrace of Bostonia's arms. In other words, she emphasizes the importance of human connection over climate healing. And this is what I think all Get Well cards strive for, to be a small glimmer of companionship against the isolation of illness. This episode is brought to you by NCAPS. When the intern orders Daily Labs to, quote, have something to talk about on rounds, and orders a CT scan just to be sure, there's NCAPS the only prescription shown to reduce ambiguity, intolerance, and increase ego dissolution. and caps. Be patient with all that is unsolved in your heart. Some thoughts on slavery. It is easy to see the lady's trip to North America as a foil for Whitley's own voyage to the colonies. Wheatley also arrived in Boston... When she was quite ill, of course, her condition arose because of, not before, the journey on the slave ship, and she will never return to her father's dear embrace. The sudden shift in focus at the end of the poem, from the lady, to her son, jumping into his father's arms, tightens the comparison to Wheatley, who was taken from her family into slavery, around seven years of age. Moreover, in the poem just two pages before this one, she describes the moment of her enslavement, writing, "Steeled was that soul and by no misery moved that from a father seized his babe beloved. Such, such my case. And can I then but pray others may never feel tyrannic sway. This snatching away of Wheatley from her father is the cruel opposite of the father-son embrace in this poem. This vast difference in treatment between the lady and Wheatley calls to mind the persistent racial and ethnic disparities in health care. These disparities remain well documented, starting with birth outcomes and extending all the way through to end-of-life care. The causes of this problem are wide-ranging. Racial and ethnic disparities in poverty, education, exposure to environmental toxins, and other factors of social disadvantage all lead to worse health outcomes. Additionally, a spectrum of racial and ethnic bias, from the level of public policy all the way down to the level of clinicians' decisions, contributes to this inequity. However, there is evidence, such as the increase in more equitable access to kidney transplantation, that racial and ethnic disparities in healthcare can be improved. Clearly, one of the steps towards helping patients feel thrice welcome involves eliminating these disparities. To a Lady on Her Coming to North America with Her Son For the Recovery of Her Health By Phyllis Wheatley Indulgent muse, my groveling mind inspire And fill my bosom with celestial fire See from Jamaica's fervid shore She moves like the fair mother of the blooming loves When from above the goddess with her hand Fans the soft breeze And lights upon the land. Thus she, on Neptune's watery realm, Reclined appeared, And thus invites the lingering wind. Arise, ye winds, America explore, Waft me, ye gales, From this malignant shore. The northern milder climes I long to greet, Their hope that health will my arrival meet soon as she spoke in my ideal view the winds assented and the vessel flew madam your spouse bereft of wife and son in the grove's dark recesses pours his moan each branch wide spreading to the ambient sky forgets its verdure and submits to die from thence i turn and leave the sultry plain, and swift pursue thy passage o'er the main. The ship arrives before the favoring wind, and makes the Philadelphian port assigned. Thence I attend you to Bostonia's arms, where generous friendship every bosom warms. Thrice welcome here, may health revive again, bloom on thy cheek, and bound in every vein. Then back, return to gladden every heart, And give your spouse his soul's far dearer part, Received again with what a sweet surprise, A tear in transport starting from his eyes, While his attendant son, with blooming grace, Springs to his father's ever-dear embrace. With shouts of joy, Jamaica's rocks resound with shouts of joy. The country rings around. To a Lady on Her Coming to North America with Her Son for the Recovery of Her Health by Phyllis Wheatley was published in 1773 in her book Poems on Various Subjects religious, and moral, and is part of public domain. You can find show notes for this episode at anauscultation.wordpress.com. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate, follow, or share to help others find out about us too. Until next month, be kind and live the questions.